What's up, friends? This is your co-host, Blake Pugs. And you're listening to episode two of season two of the Primal Lifestyle Podcast. This episode is brought to you by ButcherBox. If you don't know what ButcherBox is by now, you've probably been eating dog food for the majority of your life. ButcherBox delivers 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and heritage breed pork directly to your door. Odds are you've been going to the local supermarket and just buying whatever cuts of meat they offer. The quality isn't that good, and most likely it's way overpriced. So go to ButcherBox, get that good beef, that great chicken, the delicious and healthy pork, And also, if you sign up today, you'll get two pounds of salmon for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that. Two pounds of salmon for free. That's like four meals. Well, if you're me and Jay, it's like two meals. But for most people, it's like four meals of salmon for free. That's incredible. Go to primaljedi.com forward slash butcher box. You'll thank us. This episode is also brought to you by Green Roads CBD. Green Roads is a major player in the CBD industry and has been helping people deal with a variety of medical conditions like epilepsy, sleeplessness, anxiety, soreness. CBD is like the Swiss army knife of supplements. It helps so many people in so many different ways that you can't pass it up. Everyone should be on CBD. Go to primaljedi.com slash CBD. Check out Green Roads. Check out their products. They got gummies. They got tinctures. They got uh, all types of different stuff. Oils. They got topicals. Anything that you can think of that CBD can help you with, they've got a product for you. Sign up for the newsletter. Save 10% on your first order. This next company is one of our favorites. If you're into skincare and you want to look young and feel good and always have clear skin, then you want to check out Cosm Research. Cosm Research is a bullshit-free, chemical-free skincare company, and their products work. It's created by one of our previous guests, Joe Kaczynski and his wife. Go check out episode 19, listen to their story, listen to how they got involved in this business, and then you'll definitely want to sell out all of their stuff. It's incredible. They're inspiring people, and they make some damn good products. Go to primaljedi.com slash Cosm, C-O-S-M. And last but not least, Onnit. Onnit.com, the leader in human optimization. If you guys listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, which odds are you do, because like 70 million people listen to that thing every day, uh, he owns a company called Onnit. They sell battle ropes. They sell kettlebells. They sell steel maces. They sell supplements like Alpha Brain, uh, Shroom Tech Mushrooms. Uh, they sell a whole bunch of shit so that you can feel your best all the time. Recover from your workouts or get amped up for your workouts or think clearly with their Alpha Brain. It's like their signature. I've been taking Alpha Brain forever. That's why I know what the fuck I'm talking about all the time. Go to primaljedi.com slash on it and use coupon code JEDI, that's J-E-D-I, at checkout and save 10% on your next order. This was a really fun episode this week. Uh, Jay and I talked about a lot of stuff from nutrition to goals to books. I mean, we really covered a lot of stuff 
And uh, we had a really, we always have a lot of fun doing this stuff. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, you'll know that there's a part where I talk about something that I wrote down that I was trying to figure out what it was. And uh, I figured it out, obviously, after the podcast. And I just want to just relay it real quick before we get into the episode. And it's just a little thought I wrote down. And it's uh, money will follow the pursuit of the accomplishment. And uh, it was just something that came in my head. And I'm really starting to think about making achievements and, and hitting those goals. And if the goals are worthwhile and you know that it's, it's something you're passionate about, then money will follow it. So don't be afraid to take a risk and chase after something um, because you don't, you don't know if it's going to you know, lead to money or, or you know, success. You'll never know unless you try it. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. Uh, enjoy the episode. Um, you know, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Leave a comment. Uh, you know, obviously, if you don't like it, then tell us to fuck off. But if you do enjoy it, let us know because it keeps us going week in and week out. I appreciate you guys. Jay appreciates you guys. And uh, enjoy the episode. It's time! Give it a squeeze. Normally that would hit you like right over here though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nah, small, small juniors sleep right now. So I'm, I was getting, I was getting my voice all ready to go, and I was pulling the old Ron Burgundy. The arsonist had oddly shaped feet. <laughs> Carol's like, "What the fuck are you saying right now?" And I'm like, "The Human Torch was denied a bank loan." <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so it's good, homie. I'm chilling, man. Just had some dinner, and um, I'm uh, I'm reading like crazy. I'm doing a bunch of research on um, on some stuff. But I want I want to talk about you before I get into me. All right, you yeah, said you have I, a lot going on. I, and, I have um, a lot going on, and I got a lot of stuff I want to talk to you about too. So yeah, fire away, my friend. Well, what do you got? Well, so so what's I I know it's in your mind, and I know you don't you don't want to uh, you said you don't want to give too much away, and you didn't want to get too into detail about what your idea is, but um. You decided you had an epiphany, and um, Homeboy is looking to become a gym owner. Uh, that is 100% correct. I'm proud of you. So what are you willing to tell? Um, I could tell a lot about it, but not to not divulge my vision of right. the gym. Um, well, I'll, I'll unpack this a little bit. Basically, I started reading this book. Carol got me this book for christmas and she thought it was just like a straight up journal like you just fill it out and write in it but Maybe. it's not a journal it's a uh, method it's a method on how to journal it's called okay. the bullet it's called the bullet journal method sweet right? so i start reading through this book Who, who's it by who's the author it's uh by Ryder carol the creator Ryder of the carol. bullet journal cool. so Basically, I start reading this book, and it's not just about journaling. It's about how to organize your thoughts, clear all your clutter out, um, become you know, more of an organized and, and sufficient person. Not just, not just professionally, but personally as well. Okay. So I'm reading through this book, 
and I'm learning about all these different strategies on how to track your thoughts and your ideas and create goals and like really break things down. And um, at the same time, I'm listening to all these other podcasts, gym owner podcasts, fitness podcasts, you know, shit that we always talk about. Right. And I'm starting to realize that if I'm going to do physical labor for the rest of my life, I might as well get paid to work out. Yeah, hell yeah. So from that births this idea of opening a gym. Now, obviously, you know, you've known me for a long time. I've been in the CrossFit game for, for a while. So I'm going, <clears throat> I'm on year seven now. So I've always wrestled with the thought of, you know, trying to coach on the side or do something um, with previous gyms I've gone to and stuff. And, if, you know, from my traveling background going to, I've been in over 40 CrossFit gyms around the country. I've always kept notes on what gyms are good, what gyms are sucked, what coaches were cool, what they did differently, what type right. of, what places had good equipment, what places had crappy equipment, um, and have developed relationships with all these people all over the country through CrossFit. So basically, all having all this knowledge and intel from all these other places, I've come to the fact that or I've come to the realization that they all these gyms have only two things in common. So uh, without going too far into my idea, uh, basically I want to kind of break that mold because the functional fitness realm is huge and it works. Yeah. Uh, with, you know, obviously with the proper coaching, but you can say that about any type of exercise or, or weight training or, or fight training or, you know, you can have a shitty jujitsu coach and you can end up getting hurt every time. You know what I mean? So if you have the right coaching, the right, you know, the right programming, you're following, you know, the proper steps to do things correctly, then you can flourish in, in any, any of these realms of, of fitness. So I want to take that and implement it into my vision of this space. And I think that I can truly break the mold and, create a new a new lane almost or or at least better the lane that it is i know you can what are your um what are your preliminary steps look like like you're writing a business plan or are you just kind of doing some like uh r and r right now like developing an idea um, so, uh, what, like what point are you at what is it what is your uh what does your planning look like my planning is coming to fruition I basically am starting a business plan. I am starting a vision board. And by starting, I mean, I have these things all written out. Um, I'm basically doing market research, trying to figure out where, location-wise, um, what what type of fitness is around. Like, there's a ton of LA fitness gyms and New York sports clubs and all that. Um, right. But you don't want to also go into an area where there's five CrossFit gyms and three square miles. You know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, I just have a, a lot of business questions. Where are your local gyms? What are their rates? What type of classes are they offering? How many coaches do they have? What type of equipment are they using? Is their equipment new? Is their equipment old? Um, and then all different types of ideas about vision. Like, for instance, one of my visions is I want the sun to face the front of the building for the mm -hmm. majority of the day. 
That's cool. Why is that? Um, there's reasons for it. I don't want to discuss on the podcast at this moment, but vitamin D, bro. Okay. Yeah. It's, you so know it's, just, it's healthy to be in the sun, circadian yeah. rhythm and, and all that stuff. Exactly. You want as much of that as possible. So, and I, and one of my main things is I don't want no, I don't want to be like the cheesy CrossFit this town or CrossFit, you know, whatever. I, I want to right. just simple, you know, 24 right. hour, 24 hour fitness is one of the biggest branches of gyms in the whole country. And it's the easiest, simplest thing. It's 24 hour fitness. So you're looking to do a 24 hour place. You want to, you want to be all hours of the day, 24 seven. No, 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 no. I just use them as an example, as like a okay. name. Oh, okay. I got you. It's a brand. The name is a brand. Right, right, right. It's not the name of the gym. You know what I'm saying? Understood. So th- these are things that I'm trying to figure out. And then I have a marketing strategy that I think is just going to absolutely just topple a whole bunch of places, dude. That's but, cool. So I'm, ass- I'm assuming you don't want to say too much about that. You don't want to get too much into how you're going to. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. The. The plan for that is under wraps for now. Understood. Cool, man. So are you doing this uh, by yourself? Do you have other people that you're hoping to get involved? Uh, I've taken a couple of meetings in the next two weeks. Um, like I said, it's all still preliminary, so I'm just ironing out um, which path I want to go. I mean, I still got a ton of research. Dude. This isn't something that's going to happen overnight. You of know? course. Cool, man. And you're looking to stay local, so you, you're hoping to do something somewhere uh, by you. Um, not necessarily. Okay. That's fucking dope, man. I'm excited for you. I, I hope, uh, I hope you stay running with it. That's, that's an exciting thing. And that, that was always a dream of mine too. That's something I'm interested in doing someday. Hopefully, um, hopefully locally and hopefully, um, with the people that I work with now over at, uh, Stan on Muay Thai, that would be dope to get something going with them at some point. Hell yeah, man. I mean, and one of the main things is like, I always feel like I have like idea for this, an idea for that, an idea for this. Yeah. And like going through this book and helping me really jot all these ideas down and weed out which ones are important, which ones aren't important. I'm starting to realize like I don't want to be the guy that just has ideas. I want to be the guy that acts on these things. Right. And I heard I heard something today and it was pretty interesting. And it's you don't go out and make a mistake. Mistakes happen. You can't purposely make a mistake. So when a mistake does happen, you just learn a way that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm, I'm willing to risk trying and trying and trying and trying until I learn from all of those mistakes till something does work. So what are some things that you've seen in gyms that um, you said you've seen good ones, you've seen bad ones. What are some bad things that you want nothing to do with uh, with your spot? Um, like pot- 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 uh, potential negatives. Shitty equipment. I mean, I, I've I've been to gyms where gym owners haven't changed their weights out in ten years, or they bought used weights yeah. and started. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that's like that's one thing, you know. Um, I always take the philosophy that that the New York Yankees have, and you know people always get on them. Oh, they buy all their players. They you know they spend so much money. That's why they win all these championships. Well, it's kind of twofold. They have all this money because they won all these championships. 
And the reason why they win all these championships is because they take the money they make and they put it back into their team. So as you become more successful, you take that money and you put it into your business and help your business grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. You know, if you continue, if you take all your money out of your business so you can benefit from it, well, then your business is going to suffer. Does that make sense? Wise words. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So is this, um, is this Jim going to, um, going to sponsor this podcast so I can start making some money? Hell yeah. (laughs) <laughs> gonna do podcast live from the gym. Yeah, oh yeah, we got him, man. Um, that would be sick if we had a studio at some point. The Skype things, uh, it's convenient, but it's it's always nice to see you in person. Yeah, likewise, man. Yeah, bro. Um, but in ter- in terms of the podcast, how how you feeling? How um, you said you had some ideas. Maybe I know I got a couple ideas. Maybe I'll shoot first about moving forward. Um. At least every two weeks, I would like to have somebody on. I think we should explore the idea. Um, I started kind of writing some stuff out already about doing um, like mini episodes, short episodes. How, how do you feel about that? Uh, in terms of how? Give me a break. Um, example, uh, you take something, some kind of primal lifestyle hack, whether that's uh, sleep, nutrition, um, maybe a book I read or a book you read and mm-hmm. link up talk about it maybe make it just a short thing you know we'll take a, a week or so brainstorm a bunch of ideas things that help us uh, we'll just take sleep for example mm-hmm. you know like maybe like little hacks or whatever i know i have a million bunch of different things that help me fall asleep faster get deeper sleep more rem sleep tracking sleep etc cetera, etc cetera. um t- to give people an idea of um what, what i'm about is um a lot of self-quantification and a lot of um you know that that totally overused term biohacking like i'm i'm really into that yeah and that's something that um, I feel I, I can contribute to to bettering uh, other people's lives. Like maybe that's uh, uh, a bigger purpose that I have going, and um, just in a sense to to make this thing more. Um, I don't know what the right word would be. Fruitful, I guess that's kind of a corny term for it. But just to make it a little bit more, um, uh, have a little bit more meaning. I've been personally thinking about different ideas, different things so, that I could bring to the table. So basically implementing something in your life and then basically doing an audit of, of that one particular thing per episode. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it might be. I'm totally stealing this idea from a podcast called the minimalists. And, um, I've been listening to them for a while and they do this really cool thing where they put out mini episodes and the episodes might be four five, six, seven minutes. Like they're pretty Mm -hmm. short. And, uh, I've, I've been flirting with the idea of, uh, of doing that. So it's like literally, you know, like a thought, um, whether it pops into my head or your head or whatever, it's just, you could just plug in, and um, just kind of, kind of bring some, uh, bring some, some stuff forward. Did you so just I, hit a? Did you just hit a button to make that noise? No, that was my, that that was that was my mouth. <laughs> Dude, that was the most on point noise I've heard in a long time. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm good at making noises. But yeah, that's that's something I'm, I'm interested in exploring, and um, you know, hopefully getting uh, hopefully getting some big guests. I told you about the big fish. I'm trying to, I'm trying to land. Yeah, man. And I, I have no doubt that you're going to be able to land him. Well, I got him already. It's just, uh, it's just uh, now. It's just a matter of time and money. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, in terms of getting kind of a personal assessment of where I'm at, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued by the idea. I don't want to say too much on that because, uh, you know, I want that to be a surprise to anybody listening. Yeah, for sure. Big, but yeah, man. I wrote and, down. Uh, I wrote down a thought. 
that I want to share with you. Um, I have to find where I wrote it down. But it's a thought that I think you you would love the concept of. What, what's that book called? It's called The Bullet Journal? Uh, the Bullet Journal Method, it's called. Bullet Journal Method. All right, cool. We'll throw it in the show notes if people want to check it out. Dude, it's a phenomenal book, man. I've been I've been tracking basically my days since the first of the year, and it it, it, it I didn't do it as like oh this is a new year I got to start something new. It just the timing just happened to be it's New Year's. I could have got this book in May. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a journal I hit every morning. It's uh, it's called the Christian Gratitude Journal. It's actually really great. It's a, good, it's a good way to start the day. Uh, do, you, do you find yourself doing that? You find hitting like hitting in the morning, like when you have a clear head, or you just kind of go to it when, um, you know, when, when you have a thought, you know, halfway through the day or at the end of the day? Uh, so the, this book teaches you um, a reflection period in the morning and at night. So cool. basically in the morning, it would be like I would go and I would basically just like jot out some thoughts, jot out some tasks I want to get done for the day, you know, really just kind of give myself a uh, give each day meaning you know what i mean and then I like if i if i have thoughts or i do stuff and i need to write it down and keep track of things i add to it in real time you know and then at the end of the day now i can go over my whole day and reflect on the things i got done i don't re- i don't realize how much i get done in a day until i start going over holy shit i got 15 check boxes over here i did yeah. 15 different things today that i thought i was only going to be able to get done like four you know, yeah, and it gives you, it gives you that self accomplishment at the end of every day. So the next morning you get up and you're like, yeah, I'm fired up. I did 15 things yesterday. What can I get done today? Hell yeah, yeah. it's it's really pretty wild. Cool man. Did you find that? Uh, did you find that reading yet? Nah, bro. I'm stupid. I should have figured this out before I uh, started going all crazy. It's okay. You record it later and send it in. We'll throw it in. Oh, definitely. I'll, yeah, I'll text. I'll text it to you later, and we'll make it uh, as part of one of our posts. Totally unrelated. You ever try um, uh, Japanese purple sweet potatoes? Yes. Dude, I'm addicted to them, man. Car- Carol put me up on them when we first started dating. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not even a real thing. And she goes, No, purple potatoes are for certain a real thing. Yeah. That's that's been my go-to uh, dinner. Pretty much every night for the last two weeks. It's been yeah, uh, potatoes. Potatoes, dude. Nice. I'm loving them. Yeah, well, we got this air fryer, so we've been. Um, I mean, this you could use that thing for everything, man. We make uh, we made wings a couple times. We make um, uh, a couple different sauces. We made meatballs, uh, but the uh, the sweet potato fries are insane, dude. It's um, we'll, we'll we'll take a bunch of sweet potatoes or purple potatoes, whatever it is. Carve them up, toss some avocado oil, some seasoning, and fry them up. It's like it's crack. So it's like uh, I'm still kind of following a carnivore diet, but it's like carnivore diet plus purple sweet potatoes. Nice. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, don't tell too many carnivores that because they'll be pissed at you. But fuck that, man. They should try it. It's good. It's it's a good form of resistance starch. They'll be okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's not like you're eating some dumb shit. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, it's it's uh. Let's go nutrients, baby. So I'm glad that you brought up your food because I wanted to say I've noticed you guys been 
you guys, when I say that, I mean you and Dina. Um, yeah. You've been posting a lot about these keto meatballs you guys have been making. Yeah. So talk to me about those. We'll be at a meatball fest like two weeks ago. So Dina's definitely the meatball champ. I can't hold a candle to her, but um, nice. we made about five pounds. We did. Uh, she made beef meatballs. She uses. Um, she swaps out. I guess your traditional be like breadcrumbs and whatnot. She tossed in some almond flour. So we do these beef meatballs with um, Parmesan cheese, grass-fed ground beef, uh, a couple different seasonings, garlic, salt, pepper, and uh, almond flour to kind of bind it together. And they're like these cakey, crispy, delicious, fucking awesome, amazing meatballs. So, yeah, they're keto, but, I mean, you know, meatballs, I think, in general, are pretty low-carb, but these things are, like, straight-up fire. Nice. You get healthy fats, almonds, and shit. So have you guys both been going like uh, hardcore dieting? I know you're getting you're getting married next month. Um, yeah, sort of. I'm, I'm trying to eat a little bit less than I usually do. Um, mm-hmm. work out a little bit more, but you know, no, nah, nothing outside the normal. Uh, Dean Dean is really good at um, she's really good at like managing um, like her like cheat meals and whatnot. So she, she's she's mm-hmm. pretty consistent with her um like she'll never say she's on keto by any stretch of the imagination, but she, yeah. she basically is up until you know we go to her parents' house for pasta or yeah, she comes yeah, home yeah. and we're making like sweet potato fries or whatever. But mm-hmm. otherwise, yeah, she's she's real into um she does a lot of like fatty coffee with like a lot of collagen protein, mm-hmm. um, a lot of like nuts and and vegetables and green leafy vegetables and olive oil and you know she's Italian so she hits up her pasta pretty good. But yeah, you know we're using like chickpea pasta and organic tomatoes and we're sitting there having fun like make making these delicious recipes together. So, um, I mean she hasn't changed, she hasn't gained or lost a pound since I met her so it's like you know she's whatever she's been doing her whole life works for her. yeah and she, and she does it real easily so it's 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 cool because like if I go off dude you could see it immediately my face is puffy I put on 10 pounds like that mm-hmm. like overnight and uh nah man she's blessed and she works hard I mean she goes to the gym she kills it so nah she's she's good but yeah sweating for the wedding yeah I mean a little bit a little bit man we're, we're like a month away we're actually 29 days away shit's crazy yeah, I keep hearing like a ping pong ball. You don't hear that? Oh yeah. Do you do you hear it now? No. I'm not playing ping pong anymore. All right, cool. <laughs> no, I I can't hear any. I can't hear myself through these headphones. I only hear you. Mm. So yeah, I, I, I never I never know if I'm talking loud enough. If I'm speaking. Clearly. It sounded like this. Really? But like hollow. That's, that's gonna be annoying for the listeners. No, that's me clicking a pen. Oh yeah, so I probably don't do that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it. I apologize, people. Listening. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, yeah, the reason I was asking that is because um, Carol just started getting on the uh, the keto kick. Yeah, she was telling me. How, how's that working out? Uh, so the first week was absolutely brutal, yeah. and part of it is because she kind of. Whoa, hey there. Uh, sorry. Part of it was. Um, she just like dove in head first and just like bought a bunch of foods and started reading all these recipes and trying to make a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And she's just trying to eat all these things and her body just went like complete shock, you know? Yeah. Plus I think Luke, Lucas brought home a bug. So that kind of passed around the house too, which didn't help either. So yeah. basi- basically Carol got uh, within a week, she got sick of eating the stuff that she had made for the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
so what we did was I went in there and I gave her some advice. We dialed it back. We stripped out all the bullshit and we just, we'll keep it simple. We're going to try three different meals. We'll get you on these meals. If you like them, then we'll start adding more and more and more. Right. So she didn't quit. She stuck to it. She's still doing it. We've gotten through, you know, six or seven meals now, different types of meals, lunches, dinners, breakfasts. She's down six. She's down six pounds, two and a half cool. weeks. Wow! You know she's she's training. She's going to the gym. She's doing all yeah. all she's doing all the right stuff, obviously. But the she she's telling me she only she's only tired when it's time for bed. She's not tired throughout the day, and she doesn't really ever feel hungry. She says she doesn't feel yeah. hungry, and I'm like, well, that's because it's working now. Yeah, you know. So how, how many weeks in? You said six weeks. Uh, no, no, no. She's like two and a half weeks in. Okay. Wow. So yeah, that's that's like not pretty, like that's we're, she's quick. like knocking on knocking on week in. three's door. Three three doors would be th- or three doors. Three days. Three days. Three weeks. I can't even talk. Yeah. Three weeks would be on Friday. Three that's complete, awesome. Three completed weeks. Yeah, that's that that tends to be aside from like the immediate drop in weight because you're uh, you're not holding on to as much water and you're burning yeah, fat. Sorry. Yeah. The um the decreased hunger seems to be like the the first effect that pops through. Yep. I think that's because of the um you're not getting those blood sugar swings. So you have that exactly. nice stable steady blood sugar. You're not feeling um that low energy that like I need to eat something. You're not feeling mm-hmm. hangry. And, um, yeah, well that's what I was telling her like so when she wasn't feeling well, I'm like, look, your your body's so used to burning one type of thing for energy. Yeah. The glycogen. And now you're yeah. switching over to burning fats. So you're you're changing the whole fuel source. Your system is crashing and it's craving all that shit that you're trying yeah. to completely deprive it of so that you can gain your fuel source from something completely different that your body's not used to doing all the time. Has she had any um like keto flu symptoms? I know you said she was sick, but does that, that have anything to do with um or or present day, is she having any type of like um, lightheadedness? Not, pre- um, not present day. I think that be, between the bug that Luke brought home and maybe a little bit of the keto flu was kicking in. Yeah, it was just like like a compound thing because it was one one day, one or two days was like pretty brutal. She couldn't even go to work. Yeah. So, but I don't know if it was just because of the bug or just because of the keto flu symptoms or if it was both. I would say yeah. it was more the bug than the keto flu, but definitely. The keto flu didn't help. Yeah. Well, that's so common. I mean, that's such a, and I know so many people who've tried it and uh, maybe given it a week, maybe given it two or maybe made it up to a month or whatever it might be. But they, uh, they experienced that. They experienced like this total lack of energy. And if they Google it, if they look it up or they ask somebody, they're going to say, well, you're probably dehydrated. So they'll sit here chugging bottles of water all day, peeing, 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 mm-hmm. like just going crazy. When unfortunately that's that's actually dehydrating you more because you're flushing out more and more minerals. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's it, what I was getting to with that and what I was, uh, you know, what, what I was kind of alluding to for maybe anybody listening or um, the the advice I would give to uh give to people who are struggling with it is um make sure you're supplementing some kind of electrolyte like yes. that's so fucking important if you're if you're deciding like yeah yeah i want to try this new keto thing or whatever and you feel like dog shit especially after you know a couple weeks couple days mm-hmm. or whatever i I, w- I would bet 99 times out of 100 that's that's usually that's usually the case there that's yeah, why and, it, and if you can't get your hands on any type of those supplements you can add a lot of sodium to your shit oh you yeah add a lot a lot of salt It'll, that'll, that'll help replenish those electrolytes too 
hundred thousand percent, man. That's that's part of my pre workout. Like if I'm doing like Muay Thai or something, if I do something where I'm gonna be sweating a lot, mm-hmm. a little teaspoon of salt right under the tongue, man. It's like crack. Yep. Yeah, it's like I just yeah, shot man. some up the nose, man. Yeah, you're not kidding. So uh, when when I'm watching Carol go through this, now obviously the first time I ever did keto was like so like five years ago now. You yeah. Know? Um. So I don't, I don't remember too much of my the beginning stages of it and how difficult it was or not, but from watching her from like the outside perspective, something that I would suggest for people if they're going to start to if they want or thinking about doing the keto diet to do maybe like a twenty four hour fast before they start changing all their food sources and energy mm-hmm. sources because if you if you're eating normal you're eating your normal standard diet and then you decide you want to switch over to keto and then they say all right well tomorrow morning here we go well you still have all that other bullshit in your body for the last however long you've been eating for right so maybe it would be smart to do a 24 hour fast your body will automatically start when it finishes flushing out all of its energy source and glycogen it's going to start burning its fats it's going yeah. to in 24 hours. It's going to start that. So maybe now starting your first ketogenic meal after a 24 hour fast might help you get over or through some of that barrier a little bit smoother or easier without the, you know, dealing with the the crazy shock that, that yeah. your body goes through. I would add to that supplementation. Uh, consider supplementing with the um, the digestive enzyme. Uh, lipase. Lipase is your fat digesting enzyme. So a lot mm-hmm. of people, they're used to burning sugar. They're not used to burning fat. Lipase is going to be the digestive enzyme that'll help break that down. So a lot of times people be eating their avocados, their nuts, their seeds, their fatty cuts of meat, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And you're not breaking it down because you don't have the the um, the mechanisms built into your digestive system to break those down. Yep. Your, your microbiome will always adjust and it's going to rebuild itself as you as you feed it, whatever you might feed it, whether it's carb, sugar, protein, fat, but uh, a light paste supplement, I would definitely add to that too. That's something that could be uh, beneficial. So is she doing like um, the uh, traditional like ketogenic diet, like the really high fat, moderate protein, zero carb, or is it like um, kind of like a, a more like moderate to high protein? Because there's a, a lot of different ways I see people doing it now. No, so she's still doing like a, a lower protein, um, obviously as minimal carb as possible. Right. Definitely, definitely under 25 grams. And then yeah. I, I think for the most part, a, a lot of the fats, all, all you know, protein fats, uh, meat fats, um, and then, you know, her natural avocado fats, cheeses, shit like that. Yeah. But we're not going crazy. We're not like slapping mayo on everything and all this processed bullshit. Yeah. If we're going to get our fats, we're going to get our fats from our oils, from our cheeses, from our, from our avocados and shit like that. We're not going to yeah. try to get our we're not going to get our fats from some bullshit food source, you know. And I think that's yeah. part of the part of the thing too. A lot of people get into this diet and they're like, "Oh, I can eat a ton of this and a ton of that," and oh, but it's not working. Well, yeah, because you're you're eating dirty fucking food. Yeah. You know? w- women in general, I think, get behind it once they realize that um, the the lack of of Blood sugar and insulin spikes throughout the day will will tend to uh, will tend to assist in anti aging, and you'll age much slower. I think as soon as a lot of women hear that, they're like, "Oh yeah, like keto it up, baby." Yeah, that young so forever man. My my buddy uh, Chris Smith, shout out to Chris Smith from uh, Tupelo, Mississippi. He was a coach at CrossFit Tupelo, uh, a, a place I frequented a lot while I was traveling for work. Uh, great great bunch of people down there. He put a post on his Instagram page the other day. 
and it was a bag of sugar if you were to drink one soda a day for 30 days and it showed how much sugar it was for almost uh, four fucking pounds. Jesus Christ. Four pounds of sugar. Dude, I almost threw up looking at this bag. It was disgusting. And I'm thinking about, damn, people put this Uh, in their body and they don't even realize it because most of it's liquid sugar, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's wild, man. Um, I, I, by the way, I'm in the dark. I shut that light. It was actually like getting hot and heating me up over here. But um, uh, cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's actually nasty in this little corner of the house right now. It's mad warm, so I'm I'm, I'm right by the heat. So it's like uh, my desk is set up right in front of uh, this big giant heater, and it's on like full blast right now. And that light wasn't helping. Here, but, tell me if you can, tell me if you can see this. Yeah, yeah. Wow, holy shit. Yeah, that's a lot of sugar. Dude, it's nuts, bro. Imagine you drop four pounds on your foot. You know what I'm well, saying? See, and that's- sugar, at least sugar you can metabolize. The thing that scares me is all like the processed, like hydrogenated oils, the canola oils. That like, like that shit sneaks into everything, man. See, I would oh, rather, yeah. I would rather eat a bowl of sugar than a teaspoon of that shit. I don't know. I probably would pass on both. Yeah. But yeah. a gun, gun to your head, you had to choose. I'll take the sugar. Yeah. Um. There's a cereal they made called Magic Spoon. Have you heard of it? Yeah, you were telling me about it the other day. Dude, it's kid cereal. It's keto kid cereal. It's legit? It's a, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hella so what, legit. What, what, uh, it's, what it's, flavors it's, you got? It's pricey. So we got the variety pack. We have blueberry, cinnamon, frosted, and cocoa. Do they come oh. in those little boxes, like those old school kids yes. variety packs? Yes. No, no, no. They Well, it was a variety pack, so it was four boxes. Oh, okay. It wasn't like, like those. Like it wasn't like those mini boxes you used to get when you were a kid, right? No, 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 not like no, no, like that. They have like like brunches and stuff, like the, those yeah, little things. Yeah, yeah, nah, not that. Nah, no, it's 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 a legit box. It's um, it, but it's made with uh, whey protein, coconut oil, mm-hmm. monk fruit sweetener, stevia, and it's um, it's it's amazing, dude. It's it's kid cereal, like it's it's clean protein cereal. It's amazing. It's not high fat. It's moderate fat, but it's high protein. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will say it's 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 pricey. That's that's the it's about it comes out to about eight bucks a box if you're if you do the subscribe and save. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll kill about half the box in one bowl easy. Really? Yeah. But I mean, you know, if you break that down, it's four bucks. I don't know if it's four bucks a lot for breakfast nowadays. I don't really eat breakfast. I don't know how it works. It doesn't seem too mm-hmm. bad. No, uh, I mean, I'm making two slices of bacon, four scrambled eggs, handful of spinach. Yeah, day. that's got to be. Four bucks worth of food, at least. When are you gonna cut the spinach and go carnivore, bro? Um, I don't know. I know you're considering I, it at some point. Eventually, I will. Just haven't had a haven't had the urge yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a it's a seed. It's in my head. I want to do it, but I just haven't had the urge to be like, all right, you know what? I'm starting now. Dude, it's World Carnivore Month. Now's now's the time. I know. Well, maybe I want to go against the grain and do it next month. I like it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you got a wedding to go to, man. There's going to be a lot of good food there. Don't fuck around. Yeah, but I'm sure you got protein on your plate. Yeah. Oh, you kidding me, dude? We got Peter Luger Steak Station coming through, man. The place is going to be insane. There we go. Got a raw seafood bar. Yeah, you'd be all right. It's it's cool. Carnivore's cool. It's uh, it's For me, it's not sustainable because I'm, I'm too much of a foodie. Like I like to eat, so mm-hmm. it's like you know, to limit myself to one food group. Or one food, or you know, a handful like you know, meat, eggs. Like it's, it was a little bit. Um, you miss those other things. 
Mm-hmm. And other things feel good, man. You know, like like I've been eating a lot of potatoes and whatnot. And I feel strong as fuck. You know, like I work out in the morning and stuff. I'm all pumped up. Like I, I can move better. I'm sleeping yeah. way better. You know, so there's benefits to everything. I mean, I think for managing autoimmune diseases and whatnot, you know, a strict elimination diet might definitely be a good idea. But um, for me, man, like you know, I don't, I don't really have any any crazy digestive issues. Nice. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And um, yeah, Rogan was talking about how he has he's having massive diarrhea and shit. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, that's a real thing, man. It's not like it's not like oh man, I got a shit. But it's like it feels like you got to take a regular shit. But then you sit down and it's like <laughs> the trap door opens up, bro. Yeah, yeah. And no one can really give a straight answer of why that happens. Um, there's theories. There's theories that you don't have the right uh, digestive enzymes, like similar to like the lipase or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's theories that your body is dumping oxalates and detoxing and all this shit's coming out that maybe necessarily wasn't being pushed out before your body was holding on to. It's like, um, it's like your body gives itself an enema. Yeah, yeah, it, it was weird. I mean, it went without, away after without the enema. Of yeah, course. <laughs> exactly. The, that one, it subsided about after a week, and it's it's pretty normal. But uh, yeah, you know, it gets boring, man. And then when you do cheat, if like you do, so say you go from um, say you're at a wedding or you're at a mm-hmm. holiday or something, and you decide like you're gonna have a slice of cake, you're gonna have pasta, you're gonna have you know some some shitty ass uh, sugary, oily whatever, some some crap. Uh, if you're going from like a, a paleo or keto diet to that not too bad if you're going from eating nothing but meat to mm-hmm. a whole wide array of shitty ass shit yeah you're paying for it hard oh i'm hard. sure so just for like sustainability purposes <laughs> life you know like there's there's uh and unfortunately that's where a lot of the the carnivore dog dogma comes from i think i think people are um you know they'll, they'll try it for you know, two weeks, three weeks, three months, six months, a year, whatever it might be. And as soon as they put other stuff in their body, they're probably not putting like an avocado or something. You know, they're probably putting some like shitty ass shit. So yeah. a wedding, they went to a party, they, they drank mm-hmm. too much and decided like White Castle was a good idea. Exactly. Like, you, you know, you, you're, and then they're like, oh, you know, I, I got this leaky gut. I got leaky gut syndrome. Yeah, of course you do, bro. Yeah, it's, you, you just you just silly. scarfed down a sleeve of Oreos after having nothing but meat for the last four weeks. Yeah, I ate a bag of walnuts yesterday, man. I shit today like something you've never seen. <laughs> Did you crap a tree? No, I exploded. I, I expl- <laughs> it, was, it was disgusting. It exploded. I, it, it lifted me off the seat. Oof. Yeah. I think about I think about the South Park episode with, with Stan Marsh when he drops that massive dump and he like spins up the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's walnut butt. Oh, uh, so listen. Speaking of uh, carnivores, this here is my segue. Cue the segue. Um, you just recently did a podcast with a carnivore dieter. Oh also, yeah, that, also known as the. Paleo pharmacist, also known as yeah. Doctor Nevada Gray. Yeah, yeah, Talk- and her uh, and her buddy Chris Downey, who's uh, another carnivore. Yeah, that was like carnivore central, man. We didn't talk yeah. too much about meat, though. No, that no, really I, I, I listened to the episode. It was a good episode. Yeah, that was cool. It was it was cool to be uh, to to reverse roles. We're, we're used to like doing the interviews. It was cool being the interviewee. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It, yeah, it, you- it was nice. You you seem real comfortable up there. That was um, what's the name of their podcast? The Mind Body Mind, Breakthroughs. Body breakthroughs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So they're like a whole platform, man. It's like they have the podcast, of course, but they have a great Facebook group. They have a beautiful mm-hmm. website. So they're really dedicated to. Um, yeah, I to saw they're doing platforms. like uh, an online summit coming up soon. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. Everything that uh that Nevada's done since uh, I first followed her on Instagram when she had like five hundred followers has been friggin' awesome. Dude, she's um, taking off, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I think she's got big plans and she's uh she's moving straight ahead with it. Um yeah, it was an honor to be on there with them, man. And and Chris is actually he was in the carnivore diet. Like there's actually a couple pages with pictures of him and um uh uh story about his weight loss and his uh his healing story uh the carnivore diet by sean baker that is so that book came out recently and um so before i i spoke with him on the podcast i actually was literally reading that chapter that day and i'm like oh my god this is this is chris that's fucking crazy yeah that's awesome yeah yeah they were cool as hell man they they have a great platform for um pretty much like i wrote in a post yesterday or the day before uh like for any any level of human improvement, whether that's like, um, you know, fat loss or body composition or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, healing an illness and autoimmune disease, or just kind of like having a, a, a stronger mindset and willpower for whatever it is you want to achieve in life. They have this great platform of like-minded individuals. That's just like, um, you know, just there and, they're all, and, and they all fucking eat meat. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> and they're, and they're all, it's, it's so funny, man. Like they sound like they'd be a bunch of these like vegan yogis or something, but not that they're all throwing down ribeyes and like fucking like powerlifting and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. That's cool. It's such a weird community, man, but it's, it's, it's so cool. It's, it was fun that we uh, got to have her on and be uh, a small part of that. Yeah. I mean, dude, think about how many podcasts we've done so far. 30 something. Yeah. So, and every time it comes, at some point we talk about food intake, diet. You know. Oh yeah. And <clears throat> we've said this a gazillion times, and we'll say it a gazillion times more, I'm sure, before we're dead. There's no one size fits all. Right. So, the more you branch out and talk to different people and and learn different types of ways to eat or or nutrition and and you know lifestyle, try them out eventually you're going to fall upon one that works perfect for you, you know? Oh yeah. Like I, I feel like I, I've kind of hit that spot where I do like intermittent keto. So I, if I'm not doing a, a ketogenic full ketogenic diet, then I'm still eating clean. You know, I'm still having, yeah. you know, all natural whole foods and stuff. Um, but I'll add, I'll add, I'll carb up and I'll have, you know, clean carbs and then for two, three weeks and then I'll jump on keto for, you know, one or two weeks, and then yeah, I'll. You've been doing that for a while. I'm, even when we first started this thing, I'm, I, I, that was pretty much always your uh, always your thing, dude. It's really, it, it, I feel the best that way. Yeah, because when I do keto for too long, not that I feel like I plateau, but I just it's just, it's such a difficult lifestyle to hold up, especially like you're going out to eat, and then yeah, you know, you you just feel shitty if you like don't follow it perfectly, and it's just like. Why am I beating myself up over food? You know, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm in shape. I exercise as much as I can. I lift weights. Uh, I always eat well, so I, I shouldn't be down on myself because I want to feel good about a meal every now and then and just eat whatever. You know. Yeah. So that's why now, if I do this, well, I know now when I'm not on keto, that would probably be the best time to go out and plan a dinner with friends or. Or go to our, you know, Cal and I go to our favorite restaurant or something like that. Yeah. And then when I'm back on keto, I know I'm bearing down for a couple of weeks. And for the most part, my body hasn't changed. You know, 
My, my, it's like I'm getting fat, getting skinny, getting fat, getting skinny. No, bro. I'm putting in the work at the gym all the time. So if I do go off the rails every now and then, yeah, you know, that's why I go to the gym all the damn time. So I can go off the rails every now and then. Yeah. Mark Sisson has this really good program called the primal blueprint. And, um, he talks about 80% of the time and it, and it, it's not really, he, he doesn't in the initial plot primal blueprint. It was, it was a little bit before like keto was really a thing. It was, but it wasn't. Uh, he talks about, uh, following like 80, 20 rule. So not necessarily manipulating macronutrients to be ketogenic, but 80% of the time, uh, attempting to have an ancestral based diet. So a paleo diet. So like whole foods, earth grown nutrients, um, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's carbs, fat, protein, whatever it might be, but allowing yourself that 20%. But in following that 80% and feeling how you're going to, you're going to feel a lot better if you, if you're rather than if you're eating paleo or, or primal or whatever, 20% of the time and fucking off 80% of the time, mm-hmm. you're going to feel a lot better. So naturally over time, you kind of, um, you, you make better decisions based on, on your performance, on your sleep, on your mood, on, on, on all things like that. And that's a really good starting point for somebody who's like, you know, listening to what you're saying right now. And it's like, oh, dude, you make it sound so easy. Uh, like, you make it sound so easy. Like, oh, I'll just be keto for, you know, a couple months and then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go out and do my thing and lift weights and stuff. You know, it's uh, for, for a lot of people just maybe trying to be good 80% of the time. You know, eight out of every 10 meals uh, is a good starting point. You know, don't strive for a hundred because it's not going to happen. Like, yeah. I'm not a hundred. You're not a hundred. Fucking Ben Greenfield, Dave Asprey, wh- whoever. You take any of these, like, you know, like crazy, you know, New York Times bestselling authors on health and fitness and biohacking, all that stuff. Like, nobody, if they tell you they're a hundred percent all the time, they're a hundred percent full of shit. So yeah. if, if you could take that 80 percent and, you know, you're going to naturally get to 90, 95, whatever it might be. Because you can say, oh, wow, I feel amazing. Like I'm performing better. My mood's better. My skin's better. My my fucking everything is better. So it's uh, that that that's a cool rule, too. Yeah. So uh, the, I'm going to build off that a little bit. So I yeah. was just actually I was talking to my brother about this uh, a couple of days ago and I, I break it down for when I'm not doing strict keto for those, you know, when I'm doing an intermittent keto, when I'm eating clean, I'm working off of what I call the, the 85, 15. And what that is, is if I'm having three meals a day, seven days a week, that's 21 meals. All right. 85% of 21 is 18. So that gives me three fuck off meals a week. And, and listen, it seems like three is not a lot, but when you're eating well and you're feeling good, Three feels like it's too much sometimes. Yeah. And and I'll never compound them. Like I'll never have a fuck off lunch and then a fuck off dinner or a shitty dinner and then a shitty breakfast. I'll never yeah. compound them. So if I'm going to have a crappy meal for lunch on Tuesday, well, then it's going to be at least Thursday that I'm going to have a shitty lunch or a shitty dinner. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm always going to space it out. And on top of it, that 15 where it's shit, those, one of those three meals is never going to be on a day where I'm not training. Never, I never have a shitty meal on an off day because it's a compound effect. Really, you're not you're not moving and you're eating shitty. Yeah, that's that's a double whammy. Yeah, if, if you're gonna eat shitty, at least work it off. Yeah, yeah, that would see that would be my struggle. Because for me, and shitty, I it's ten times harder to get to the gym. You know, if I have like uh, you know whatever like a, a green smoothie or something, it's like oh, I got a gym session, no problem. If I have three slices of pizza, soda, and ice cream. That gym don't sound so good anymore. Yeah, but 
you can have three slices of pizza and a soda and ice cream after you left the gym. Oh, yeah, 100%, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yo, I like it. I killed two large pizzas after I ran a marathon. There you go. Awesome. And guess what? Those two large pizzas never affected your body. Probably not. But it may affect your butthole. It, it affected my butthole. butthole and, uh, <laughs> it affected my recovery, probably. Because I was, uh, so I, I track my like HRV and heart rate and stuff. I have this, I have this aura ring. And um, mm-hmm. so my resting heart rate while I sleep is generally between 40 and 45 beats per minute. It was like 85 that night, bro. <laughs> After running a marathon and killing two pizzas, plus drinking a couple beers and sodas or whatever the hell I, I was putting in my body, it literally doubled. Yeah. So man. like the, the whole night, like it was. Yeah, but you earned it, bro. <laughs> you, you, earned that, you earned that crazy crash. Yeah, I was cool with it. Yeah, it, it was whatever. But um, that yeah, and that's that's if you, if you do that a lot, no good. But like you said, I, yeah, man, you follow that eighty-five, whatever it is, you don't really want to fuck off too much. Yeah, or if you want to do eighty and it's like seventeen good meals and four shitty meals, that's like you know one every other day. Just fuck off, but don't go like balls to the wall, like hundred percent bullshit, and eat like a whole gallon of ice cream. No, just have your normal, have a normal meal or pizza or whatever. Just don't go fucking crazy with it. Maybe, maybe we'll call this episode the eighty fifteen. The eighty fifteen. I feel like that's the most valuable thing we've said in a long time, as it far as be. advice for people. Yeah, man. All right, well, listen. I want to ask you one more thing before we uh, hang this thing up. What do you got? So you just we just talked about you know your marathon and all that crap, uh-huh. <clears throat> and you're getting married next month. Yeah. A lot of big achievements for you between the marathon, getting married. What are your goals? Will you have another goal in mind for this year, for 2020? I'm writing a book. Yeah? That's all I'm going to say. There it is. Yep. Hashtag goals. Yep. I'm writing a book by the end of the year. I love it. Yeah. It'll be cool. That's what's next, man. Yep. We'll we'll talk about that more next week or, or at the end of the year. Can you can you write me a little a little shout out note, author's notes in that book? I was asking you to write the forward, man. Really? Maybe I don't know. Bro, I'm a, words, I'm a wordsmith, bro. <laughs> I'll tell you more off air about uh, how that's yeah. gonna go. But I'm I'm trying to uh, I'm I'm in a similar phase um, as you are with your gym. I'm kind of in a preliminary. I mean, I'm actually past preliminary at this point. Now I'm I'm kind of in like the fine tuning stage, but um. As far as the podcast moving forward, there's certainly a wide uh, array of guests I would like to get on to uh, kind of pick their brain about a couple things, but that's for another day. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, we're setting up with my boy Taff. He yeah. was a coach at my old gym. Um, he moved to Canada for, he's getting his MBA. He's going to college in, in uh, Vancouver. Nice. And he just got selected or he just got invited to this year's 2020 CrossFit Games. Wow, cool. He'll, he'll be he'll be representing Zimbabwe, his home his home country. Excellent, and, uh, dude. I couldn't be more proud of this guy, man. He's one of the one of the most salted earth people. I love him. And, Excellent. Uh, man. Super proud of him. A lot of hard work, dedication paid off. Fucking so a. We're, we're gonna get him on, and we're you know he'll he'll call in on Skype, and we'll talk to him. Yeah. And get get his story and let him. Self promote without self promoting, dude. When he's around, I'm around. Let me awesome. know. That sounds yep. great. We'll get it done. He he told me he's definitely in for next week. So, 
We'll hook it up. All right, player. Let's wrap it up. All right. Jay, thanks for uh, calling me up tonight and getting this done. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Jay. I'm Blake. Peace. (laughs) That's awesome.